Hi, everybody. Um, we are here today with Denise Perry, who is the owner of Yoga Nook Studio, and she's a full-time yoga teacher. And her yoga studio is located in Chesapeake, Virginia. And we're going to talk today about the benefits of yoga. We're going to discuss and explore Denise's journey of what led her to practice yoga and become a teacher of yoga and open up her own yoga studio. And also the transformations that she has seen in her clients, both on a mental, physical and spiritual level. So, and before we get to that, um, just letting you know, this podcast is sponsored by happybeingwell.com, your place for unique, fashionable, and comfortable yoga leggings, crystals, sage, organic candles, and organic soaps, and organic facial masks for all of your self-care needs. So, without further ado, Denise, so share with us your, like, what led you to start a yoga practice and then become a yoga teacher and then opening up your very own yoga studio. That sounds like a dream to any yogi or anybody who practices and enjoys practicing yoga is to have their own yoga studio and literally like have that as their career and get to share that gift with others. Awesome. Well, thank you, Rita, for having me here today. And it is a dream and it's not one that I thought that I would have until a few years ago. I was like, I started practicing yoga before I even realized that I was practicing yoga. And this is when I was in high school. I was like, when I was going to school, um, I was always feeling very anxious and didn't really want to go. And I remember reading something or watching something on TV that if I were to take a few moments just to be able to breathe and visualize. Um, you could be able to center yourself and get yourself ready for whatever you needed to do. So I started a breathing practice. I think I was about 14, 15 years old, somewhere around there. I would come in, sit down in front of my um, vanity table, just close my eyes and I would breathe for about two to three minutes, get myself ready and would go to school. And I found myself um, feeling stronger that I could be able to do the things that I needed to do. And so eventually I added that practice to the evening because I also had insomnia. I was a late night owl. I was staying up until two, three o'clock in the morning. So I would start, I would stop and breathe for two or three minutes and then get ready and go to bed. And I found that helped me be able to sleep. So just doing breathing and visualization, that was a huge benefit. And that did not seem like it was yoga to me. It wasn't until college that I found the physical practice of yoga. Um, I was not one for team sports. I did not like running, jogging, anything like that. So I'd be going to my student union and doing some of the classes like step aerobics or kickboxing, things of that nature to kind of keep myself fit. And they were offering a yoga class once a week. This is when power yoga was really starting to come into um, being in the mid 90s. So I was like, all right, well, let me do some of this. And I was like, wow, this is amazing. I was feeling things that I had never felt before. 
So I was like, okay, I had my breathing, I had my meditation, and I had my physical practice that I thought was yoga. The two of them did not connect for me at that time. Continued that, started my career, and then eventually I'd walked away from the physical practice of yoga because, you know, when you're in your 20s, you're working, you're doing different things, you're going, you're seeing your friends, dating, all of that. There's only so much time in the day. So um, it was a couple years that I'd stopped my physical practice, and I remember about 10 years ago, um, I was in my mid-30s and just ended a relationship, was working 50, 60 hours a week, traveling for my job, and somebody asked me, what do you do for yourself? And at that time, I was not doing anything for myself. I was just having my breathing practice. I was like, you know what? Let me go back to my yoga mat. I really enjoyed that practice. So I found a studio. I was living in Georgia at the time, found a studio, and I made a point. I put it on my calendar. I always thought it was ironic. I put it on my calendar. I told my leader, I was like, here's my classes. I need to make sure I get out of work in time to be able to do these and started going back to my mat. And that's when everything, those, all three of those practices start to, started to come together for me. That the breathing, the meditation, the physical practice, they all intertwine. One leads into the other and helps support the other. And I think the key for me was, was that after a few months, I was having my colleagues come to me and tell me they could see a difference in how I was interacting with them, how I was approaching my work, that the things that I was doing on the mat, it was translating to my day-to-day -day life. And that's what really showed me the transformative power of yoga, that it's, it can be just a physical practice, but it can be so much more if, if you're open to it. And I wanted to dive into it. And that's what drove me to be a teacher. I needed to learn more. I wanted to understand my own transformation so I could be able to help others. Um, at the time I was a trainer for, so I loved being able to teach people. So teaching to me seemed like a natural fit. Started teaching and then moved back to be closer to my family and was talking to, I have several mentors and teachers in this area, was teaching at several different places from wellness centers to senior centers um, to private classes. And my mentor, she um, wanted to step back as an owner of a studio. She wanted to be able to explore her journey in a different way. And she knew eventually I wanted to have my own place. So we started working through that and I took over the studio for her. So I've been very lucky this community that I've been in for at that time for about four, almost four years, I was now taking over and starting to keep it going. And it's just been the past year, it's been very, I've been very grateful to the students who have supported us, who have stuck with us and have continued with us and allowed us to be able to help them in their journey. So 
this is where I am. <laughs> wow. So you like you've been doing yoga for a very, very long time. And my goodness, like you were exposed to the benefits of breath work and visualization starting at 14 or 15 years old. Um, and then doing and starting your yoga practice in the 90s. Um, wow. So you're like a real true yogi. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. And, and it is a process. It doesn't cut and it's different for each person. I was like, for me, it was like it came in little bits and pieces. And it's just a matter of when you're ready for it, if you're open to it, the right teachers and the right practices will come to you. That That is my belief. I was like, I'm here to support those who want to be able to connect. Mm-hmm. And isn't that the truth with everything in life? When you're ready um, to go to the next level, you know, the right resources and opportunities will be presented to you. Um, awesome. So, so you obviously have clients, you've been doing this for a long time. What are some of the transformations that you've seen in your clients who, you know, everyone starts off in a different level. Some people are coming in who've never really established a yoga practice and then some do, and then they, and then maybe they've dabbled with it and never really been consistent with it. And then they may have met you and, you know, maybe you've motivated them to stay consistent with it by attending your classes regularly. Um, that being said, like, what if transformations have you seen through some of your clients' journeys with their yoga practice? Sure. So I'll talk a little bit with, about my seniors of like, I've been working with seniors, <clears throat> excuse me, almost from the day that I started teaching. And what I love about that is that these are women who are want to be able to live the best life they can. And they want to be able to do, just be able to enjoy where they are um, and be able to maintain that. And I remember there's one student that I have, her name, um, I won't use her real name. Her name is Victoria. Um, she came to me for her first class because we were doing kind of like a foundational class to be able to start building strength in the body. And she looked at me and she was like, I can't do yoga. I'm not flexible. I was like, well, you know what? And we had a conversation about that, um, that she would, she didn't want to, she wasn't sure whether it was a right fit for her. If this was the right class for her. And so I was like, you know what? Let's take baby steps. Let's try this. If you need to pause, take a seat on your mat. And that's okay. I was like, so we been we took it a little bit at a time, and I've been working with her now for about um, almost four years. And I actually saw her last week for the first time in about six months. And she could be able to see a difference in her body. I was like, when she would sit down, just to give like a visual for those, when she would sit down um, in an easy seat with her legs crossed her knees would come up almost to like mid chest level. And now she has been able to open up her hips where she can be able to gently relax her knees down and have a comfortable seat and be able to build up strength in her core. And the fact that she saw that was just amazing. I look at another um, student of mine, her name is Terry. 
She did yoga when she was younger and she was coming back to her practice. Um, she used to be a gymnast. So she was all about the flexibility aspect of it. For her, she wanted to be able to learn to calm her mind. How can we be able to do that? So we did a combination of things. We had our intro to flow class so she could be able to do some moving meditation. It was like we would work with affirmations and things of that nature that her mind can be able to go back to throughout her practice. And then we would do what I call um, um, a restorative yin class where we're building flexibility in the joints where she's able to sit back and relax and we can be able to do a guided meditation through her practice. So that way, if her mind starts to wander, she has something to be able to help reset her and be able to refocus. And she's the growth in that is amazing. I've seen her now start a daily meditation practice on her home, on her own. She's not waiting just for her class she has taken some of the things we've worked on with the breath and with visualization back home and she'll sit on her porch or sit at her kitchen table and just take like two to five minutes and to be able to refocus. And that, and that's what I love is that each person gets to take what they need from a practice and be able to incorporate it into their day to day. That's awesome. So that's awesome that you're able to teach them right from a very early, early um, stage where they're really not, they haven't developed their practice and you've able to take them to more confidence into being consistent with their practice to be more flexible and have the rest of the physical benefits of yoga. Um, now, have some of your clients shared with you um, or maybe anybody that you know in your circle or maybe yourself even, um, how it isn't just stay with physical benefits. Maybe their confidence levels have increased. Maybe they started expanding their life experiences more. Maybe they ended up getting a promotion as a result of the increased vitality and confidence that they're receiving from their daily yoga practice. Um, like what, have you seen any type of personal life shifts happen within um, people that you've been around or even yourself as a result of doing a daily yoga practice? Well, and I can definitely see it with myself and it, and it is a journey. Um, and I'm starting, and I'm seeing that with my students as well. It was like, I'll, with one of my students, she is a, um, she's getting ready to enter her senior year in college. And I started working with her about a year and a half ago, right before the shutdown happened last, last spring. Um, and she is, um, she's very quiet. She's introverted. So it's hard for her to be able to speak up, to be able to voice her opinions. She kind of like sits back and takes the lay of the land, so to speak. And we would do, she would, again, she would come to my flow class. And then we, um, she came a couple of times to the um, meditative yin class, but mostly to the flow class. 
And she's starting to come out of her shell a little bit. She's using these affirmations as things to be able to start coming back to. I remember her telling me about, this was a few months ago, that she would take these affirmations and she would repeat them to herself in her class. So that way afterwards, she would pull out her phone and put them in her phone in her notepad. So that way it would go into her journal when home when she got home. She did not want to forget them. And so they'd go into her journal or they'd go up on the mirror, depending on how it fit for that particular day. But now she's gaining the confidence that she's um, planning um, trips. She's always wanted to be able to work internationally and she wants to work in the wellness field, but she wasn't, she didn't think that she was good enough for it. She was like, now I can be able to see, I can be able to do it. It was like these affirmations, these intentions that she's setting, it's going into her day-to-day life. So she's starting to make those plans to be able to do an internship overseas, hopefully within the next six months, depending on how travel can go. But that way she can start gaining experience for the things that she wants to do after she graduates. So I loved being able to see that, her light shining. (laughs) That's awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that's an awesome story. Also, have you seen any um, people who've had maybe like a bad back or any particular um, reduced physical mobility that started their yoga practice? And as a result, you know, their back pain has either decreased or eliminated. Um, You know, they're much more physically active without pain. Um, Can you speak to anything around that any physical symptoms being eliminated or reduced as a result of a yoga practice, daily yoga practice? Absolutely. So I, um, I have one of my private students that I think about. She has um, arthritis. She has a, um, she has a weak core and she also has um, IT strand strain around her hips that she wants to be able to focus on, be able to build strength and flexibility. Um, And then she also wanted to be able to calm her mind because she feels like she's going all over the place. So it's like a step in progress. So what we did, and and we're still working together. I was like, we had um, on our first session, what we called an assessment, a holistic assessment. So we kind of went through everything that she was going through all of um, where she's feeling pain, where she wants to be able to open up, what are her goals. We talked a little bit about any type of restrictions that um, she may be under for her doctor because we don't want to aggravate anything as well. And once we, once I was able to get that complete picture, I got that so I could be able to customize these classes for her and for her issue and for what she wants to be able to accomplish. So we'd start with one class. So it's like, okay, we're going to work on core today. I was like, let's work on these postures. Let's work on these particular breaths, like the bellows breath, which can help us be able to build our core and be able to activate the energy in the body. Um, Postures like the boat, postures, um, sequences like our half sun sal. And we we started leveling up. Uh, So adding that, then let's go look at the hip. 
then let's go look at some stretches. And it's going to be a work, it's still a work in progress. But each week when she leaves the class, it's like, okay, she, um, we're going to build your daily plan. So when she walked out of that first class, I was like, here's three things that I want you to try when you get home. I was like, and let's see how that works in your day-to-day -day routine. She would come back, share what her experience was, and then we would talk about, okay, do we want to keep this? Do we want to add it? And then each week we'll add one or two more based on what's coming out of our interactive session. So that way, as we're working together in an intensive, she's also taking things where she can be able to build. And it's not a long practice, maybe a 15, 20 minute practice that she could be able to do every day before she starts her day. Awesome. Love that. Um, so... It sounds like, you know, you've gotten a lot of great results for your clients and it sounds like it's definitely transformed your life. And I mean, I love yoga myself. I mean, I take yoga classes and I do practice, you know, in my home. Um, I, you know, I, I know, you know, I know certain poses and I just go in my backyard or on my front lawn sometimes and uh, enjoy yoga in, the, in nature. Um, and I still take, I still take classes, of course, because I'm not, you know, an advanced yogi. So I definitely, you know, if I want to up my yoga game, I definitely need, um, you know, the instruction of an actual advanced yogi like yourself. Um, and I've been on yoga retreats and they've been amazing. So do you, do you offer yoga retreats for your clients? Um, I haven't in the last couple of years, just due to everything that, that has been going on. It was interesting. Um, earlier today, I was talking to one of my friends who has um, what I call our sister studio in Florida. Um, and we were talking about the idea of doing like a joint retreat to be able to bring our communities together. What does that look like, whether it's a virtual retreat or do we choose a location that is halfway in between? Um, we haven't come to any answers yet, but a retreat is definitely in my mind. Um, maybe doing a day retreat later this year or it might be in the spring, but that is definitely on my mind where we can dive in deeper. Okay, great. Awesome. Um, and anybody in the Virginia area and... Chippeskeet, Chippeskeet, I'm saying, I, hope I have to like say that out, Chesapeake, Chesapeake, um, you know, where can they find your yoga studio, where can they visit your website, do you have any specials for somebody who's a first-time visitor to experience a yoga class with you? Absolutely, well, our website is chesapeakeyoganook.com. And we have classes that are both in studio and virtually. So you can be able to be across the country and still be able to visit us. I have students in Pennsylvania, Northern Virginia and Kansas. Um, and we'll have classes in the morning and the evening and things for all different levels. We have a couple classes for advanced students and then we focus more so on the experience. So we do a lot of beginner friendly classes for those who are just starting out, trying to be able to explore the practice, explore their body or just be in the moment. 
We have two different introductory offers. You can do two weeks of unlimited yoga for $35 or do a full month of unlimited yoga for $49. And then after that, I usually have a conversation with the student and let's figure out what is the best way that works for you at the time. Is it a class pass or is it a monthly membership? So that way they can continue their journey at their own pace. Oh my God, that's a fantastic price. My goodness. <laughs> you know, um, yeah, it's a really great price for unlimited yoga, like two weeks for $35. And then what the unlimited yoga for a month is a hundred. It's 49 for the intro. So you can either do 14 days or 30 days. And then um, after that, if you do a monthly membership, this automatically, it is $89 a month unlimited classes which is great if you're practicing twice a week that is my recommendation yeah yeah fantastic price especially for the intro so anybody who's in virginia in chip chip chesapeake <laughs> oh dear i mean i've seen it visually i just never had the experience of like pronouncing it that we have a lot of names in this part of the country that is based upon um native american yeah. tongues particularly yes so <laughs> chesapeake is one of them <laughs> um i highly recommend you guys take advantage of that offer that is a really great offer and you've been practicing yoga for a very long time, my goodness, since the 90s, and uh, which, you know, it's, it's, it's not too often you find a yoga teacher that's been practicing for that long. So you definitely, you want to practice yoga, you definitely want to practice with somebody obviously who's had the most experience, um, especially working with clients and in matters of like trying to improve your physical mobility or reduce any physical um, pain that you may have. Um, you definitely want to work with somebody who's very well experienced in those areas so that you can get the benefits of yoga and, um, and not harm yourself in the process. So that being said, thank you so much for being here and sharing with our audience about the benefits of yoga and, and anybody in your location, how they can start working with you and your experience and your journey that led you to opening up yoga nook so did you have anything else any last words you'd like to say before we end the show i just want to say thank you for having me thank you for giving me a chance to be able to share and to be able to connect and that if anyone has questions definitely don't hesitate to reach out the tip of the day even if you don't reach out to me when you're looking for a studio or for a teacher Find somebody who speaks to you and who connects with your energy. I tell my students, it's like, think about it as when you're going to a hairdresser or someone who does your nails or your massage therapist, you're not going to go to just anybody. You typically, when you find somebody, you find them and you keep going back. And then the other tip I would have is when you're looking for a teacher, look for one who is still a student because we're all learning. Yes, I'm teaching, but I am here. I'm still learning. I'm still in my journey. I learn from my students every time that I teach. So those are my thoughts. And thank you again for having me. 
You're absolutely welcome. And I just remembered she off Denise also offers virtual classes. So you don't physically have to be living in Virginia um, to take advantage of her offers or work with her in developing your yoga practice. So if they want to contact you, where can they contact you? So the website is chesapeakeyoganook.com and there is a contact me page there. Um, I also have an email address. It is yoga nook, V is in Victor, A is in Apple at gmail.com. So either one of those would be the best way. Um, you could also check out my Instagram at Yoga Nook. I've started to really update that and add things to the highlights. So you could be able to learn more. And I typically answer my DMs there within about a day. So give me some, some grace as well if I don't get back to you. But I do answer back to DMs there. Uh, great. Awesome. And so once again, this podcast is sponsored by happybeingwell.com, your place for unique, fashionable, and comfortable yoga leggings, along with organic facial masks, crystals, sage, organic soaps, and candles for all your self-care needs. All right, Denise, have a wonderful, wonderful day. Sending you lots of love, light, and many bright blessings. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Any blessings. Namaste. Namaste.